evening. Welcome to Another Words. I'm your host of Another Words, Susan Share. Thanks for joining us this morning. My guests this morning are from the Creative Writing and Publishing Group. Did I get that right? Publishing, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. And the writers from left to right are Tyler Mendelson. Tyler Mendelson. Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. Adina Ferguson. Okay. Tyler, Ian, and Adina. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys not only write, but you get published. From time to time. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you get published? Are you all self-published? So, for our program, we, as our thesis, we had to self-publish a book. Mm-hmm. We had to write and design. Thesis. These are all MFA grads from University of Baltimore. Your thesis was to publish a book, self-publish a book. Yeah, we had to write and design and publish our own books. So, you're not just talking about the writing. You had to do the layout, the page layout. Now, did you have to do all these things or get them done? Do them. Yeah. Ah, do them yourself. So you had to design your cover art. Yes. Um, it was definitely one of the better experiences of the program, and it makes UB's program very different from everybody else. Um, you know, you have to design. You have to learn how to design. You have to learn how to use InDesign and use <laughs> Adobe. So if Adobe is not your friend, it will become your best friend ever. Um, but yes, we definitely had to design the books ourselves, cover to cover, uh, front to back, inside and out. And it's, it's pretty awesome to tell people, hey, I did this myself. Even little things you wouldn't have thought about before, like the, where the page numbers go, even the, the thickness of the pages, the way that the pages feel, everything. The big thing with design, I think, just in general, especially with books, though, is that you only get noticed if you do it wrong. So how do you decide what paper? I was really worried about bleed-through, which is when you can see the words on the next page through. And I was really wanting to make sure that that wasn't an issue. So that was, I wanted to be thick enough that that would not happen. Yeah. You know what? Before we talk too much about the publishing process, I want to talk about what each one of you has done. So, Adina, you arrived first. We'll start with you. (laughs) Tell us about your book. My book is a memoir collection titled I Don't Want to Be Your Bridesmaid. It's a funny collection of stories from friendships to relationships, mother-daughter relationships to daughter-father relationships, religion, race, literally everything is packed into this little book. And it's just a, a declaration. That's what I like to call it. A declaration to the world of who I am. Uh, that's my baby, and, and my baby is birthing itself very well, so it, it's growing. Well, good. Now, now the thing that I read about your, you and your mother talking about the first time you got your period, and yeah. Tyler, don't we all remember that yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> I read that section of yours, of course, and what stood out to me so much was how different... Your recollection of it was yes. from your mother's. Yes, and and I think that experience speaks to memoir itself. Um, when you have one event and you have different accounts, you see that everything that you thought might not have been what somebody else experienced. Well, that was what I was so, going to yes. ask you. How yes. do you know yes. you're right and your mother was wrong? Because I wrote it. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to accept that what you thought was right might not necessarily be accurate. I have very accurate memories that I have later, it, it's been shown, were not true. 
Mm. They're very accurate. I mean, they're very clear. Mm. It kind of makes you wonder about memoirs that you read, how mm. accurate they are. Did they talk to the other people involved? Yes. Yeah, yeah it does. Mm. So we've just basically ruined memoirs for everyone listening. So real quick to wrap up on your book, uh, Adina. Yes, yes. You had it written. For me, my book is actually very simple. Uh, the, the cover is text only. But basically, um, the, the front cover makes you feel pretty anxious. Yes, it does. <laughs> because it's lines of text and there's no break in it anywhere. All right. So, Tyler, yeah. what was your book like? Um, so mine's called The Unshakable Sense in parentheses that something's off. And it's about um, a lot of different things. It's um, coping overall, I would say, coping with or learning about being a little bit strange and different and neurotypical and um, and coming to terms with that and, like, identity and relationships and things like that. What do you mean strange? Um, I've been told throughout my life that I see the world a little bit differently than other people. So um, rather than shying away from that, I've gone on a somewhat long journey towards stepping into that and accepting it and actually appreciating it, so. Yours was kind of a memoir as well. Yeah, mine's a memoir. Okay, so you tried to do fiction and found you were a nonfiction writer. Yeah, or, yeah, nonfiction in some form. And I tried to write kind of absurdist fiction, but it was still, like, bizarro versions of myself. (laughs) Okay. Um, So how about designing your book? Um, what was that like? It was really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. I can, I have it here too. Okay. Um, yeah, I had a really good time. I didn't want mine to be like, I didn't try for like making it beautiful because I didn't think I, I went for like kind of strange. You got it. Yeah. You hit it. (laughs) Now talk about small print. OMG. Yeah. My book is very small. So what we're used to seeing is 12. And these in 10 look small. Now, that's interesting because if you see a resume in 10, it looks fine. Or a letter looks fine. Mm. But somehow in a book, it's just small. Yeah, it does look very small. Yeah. So, Ian, tell us about your book. Did you write nonfiction as well? So, mine's a collection of um, short stories. They're all based around Baltimore. Oh, now the first thing I noticed, you just handed it to me. Mm-hmm. The cover feels completely different. It's a matte finish. Yeah. yeah. Why? So, when I got the proof back from the printer, um, it was originally more uh, cover more like Tyler's and Adina's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt it, and it just didn't feel right. Like, I wanted it to feel a certain way in my hands. So that was really uh-huh. important to me. Um, like, I wrote a book, and I wanted it to feel like something of of stature to me and had some weight to had it. some weight to it yeah. and some and like some gravitas um, that's the word yes that's yeah. what i was looking for um and i so i i found uh, somebody else in my program and, and they had the same stock for their cover uh-huh. uh, and i really liked the feel of it so i decided okay. to, to go with that as well okay yeah it does kind of give it a gravitas it's uh, okay. five fictions um and they're all based around Baltimore. Now, this print is a normal size. <laughs> this is like 12. Yeah. Yeah. My book's also a little bigger. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. How did you design the cover? I, I get how you found 
how you picked the stock for the cover. But that's a picture my brother took from the roof of my of my building in Baltimore. Uh, cool. And there's a line in one of the stories where the narrator asks uh, somebody, "Do you ever see the moon in the daytime sky and wonder if the stars are lonely?" Mm. Um, so <laughs> that's poetry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, every once in a while, I find it. Um, so that that cover is the moon in the daytime sky. Okay. Cool. How did you come up with this design? There's like eight different designs um, that I that ended up not being the cover. Um, <laughs> and a lot of that was trial and error and figuring out what I liked about the design and what I didn't like about the design. And somehow through that, this cover that it ended up being kind of emerged as what it, what it was always supposed to be. I think what I'm going for is what goes into designing a cover? Anybody? Um, definitely concept. Uh-huh. And I think one thing um, <clears throat> that I learned when I took a book design class at UB was you don't want things to be so obvious. Conceptualizing things, um, thinking about the stories that are in your book and how do you transform that into a single layout of a jack. And I think it's kind of hard sometimes when you've read your stories you know, over and over again, it's, it can be hard to determine <laughs> what little images or, you know, what print will pretty much tell your story without telling your story in, in, in a nutshell of a cover. So, Ian, how did you come up with the concept? I mean, you say you took what didn't work. Um, to me, it says, uh, like, I think my writing is, is very sparse, but mm-hmm. um, very forward. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, I always think okay. of it as like a hammer coming down with each line. That is communicated so, in So this. I think the cover is very stark and yeah. very kind of commanding. And Tyler? Um, well, we did this exercise that was actually really helpful. Um, where we closed our eyes and someone would read an excerpt from their book. Mm-hmm. And rather than using our writerly critiquing, like, brain, we just said what images came up. Oh. And um, several people, for me, it was kind of uncanny, saw, like, black and white swirling together. Wow. And people had said that they thought that, like, um, I saw a lot of the gray areas and things, so I wanted to have an eye that had gray in the middle. So that's where you get the gray lines. Okay. Going back to the degree, is there another MFA in publishing arts, writing and publishing arts, that you guys are aware of? I don't think so. I don't know one that does both besides UB. Couldn't tell you. There might be one out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I never might, be, yeah. might be one out there, but we, we don't know. I mean, writing and publishing are so different. Yeah. And there is um, a lot of us aren't are naturally self-promoters by nature. So that was one thing we had to, we had our own books and we had to figure out how to promote them ourselves or like well, helped each other. But now any author needs to do that. Even yeah, if you get a big true. publisher, you need to do that. Yeah. I think the days of a writer, you know, in the wilderness in a cabin, <laughs> if it ever existed yeah. and just writing and doing their thing and sending it out and it reaches the world, those days are gone. If it ever existed <laughs> yeah. at all. Now you have to be out there and you have to be a self promoter. And yeah. Also, it is so much easier. Anybody can publish. Anybody can publish now. So there's just so many more books out there that marketing is going to be even more demanding. Did you guys learn about that? Yeah. Yeah. We learned about, you know, the publishing industry, how it works. There's different 
kind of paths to to the finish line. And I think we learned about those different paths. Okay. Yeah. If somebody listening has a book, how do they get it published? I would say it starts before you even publish. Uh, you need to make connections. You need to get out into the literary scene, wherever that may be. You need to start talking to people because connections are the way that things get done. You can always self-publish. Um, and you can always e-publish. Right. E-publishing yeah. is, is big now. Mm-hmm. Which is probably the most risk-free way yeah, to you, publish. Yeah. There's a lot of options out yeah, there for self-publishing. Options. Yeah. I mean, a lot of writing, if you're, if you're worried about becoming a published author and, mm-hmm. and, you know, a paid author, it's about planting a lot of seeds. Well, you have to be good at marketing or have someone who is. And it's easier these days, sort of, because you can do it for free with uh, online media, mm-hmm. but it's harder because how do you stand out? And I mean, I think what goes along with that is the quality of the work, too. Because, yeah. you know, you can definitely have, I know I had one of the, the essays from the book published on a website and it, you know, it had about 347 Facebook likes. Oh, one of the things that self-publishing does, it's not necessarily about making any money. Mm-hmm. Saying you've written a book and here's where you can buy it gives you a huge amount of credibility. Definitely. Yeah. De- definitely. Like Ian said, it's about your connections. A lot of people do a lot of things within the Baltimore community, and so they're always willing to say, hey, you want to come do a reading at this event? So what are you all intending to do with this? Is this going to be a career? Ian, let's start with you. Yeah, uh, so my 9 to 5, I'm a graphic designer. Uh, You know, that pays the bills, which is good. Uh, Always need something like... You know, at nights and on the weekends and when I get a free free moment here and there. What I'd really love to do is design books full-time. Okay. Writing's still my passion, but if I could pay the bills with graphic design, I would be really happy. So, Adina, what's in the future for you? Hopefully I can transition from my regular 9 to 5. Um, my goal, honestly, is to transition to a role where I can write. For, okay. for for a living, um, and then still do my own personal writing on the side. For me, it's just I want to write, period. It can be tech writing or, you know, content writing. That's the one thing this book has allowed me to do. I actually did a partnership with a person who read the book, and she has um, put me on part-time to do some work with her and her business, so that's been a lot of, oh. a lot of fun. And how about you, Tyler? <laughs> well, I've kind of found myself doing, um, I found myself being sort of like a consultant um, for several nonprofits, doing oh. a story of their organization, the people behind, like that, that they're you know s- serving. On top of writing personally, I, if I could find a way to do that full time and then write my own personal stuff and have those in combination with each other, that would be amazing. That's ex- exactly okay. It. So you all are going to have this in your life forever, in some form or another. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And let me introduce you all again. Adina. My name is Adina Ferguson, and you can find me um, on Twitter, on Instagram. My handle is writeme511, and you can find me on Facebook, standard government name, Adina Ferguson. (laughs) Um, And you can find more information about the book. The book is titled, I Don't Want to Be Your Bridesmaid, and it's at Mm notyourbridesmaid.com, as well as on Amazon. So check it out, Google it, Google me, and 
you can find me, and I'll be wherever you want me to be. <laughs> All right. All right. Ian. Yeah. Uh, Ian Anderson. You can find me, ianandersonetc.com. That's also my handle on Twitter, Instagram. Okay. Uh, on Goodreads, you can find me under Ian Anderson. Okay. Uh, or my book title, These Things Do Happen. These Things Do Happen. It's an interesting title. Because <laughs> the first thing you want to know is what things. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted it to be like a direct statement of like, yeah. You know, that truth is stranger than fiction. Even though this is fiction, yeah. yeah it's like these things do happen. Yeah. Okay. And Tyler. Um, yeah, my name is Tyler Mendelson, um, S-O-H-N. Cause Not S-O-N-S-O-H-N. Yeah, the okay. H. And it's, you just Google me and that they're my good, you can find my Goodreads, my books, some articles I've published, my Facebook. So And the book's title again. Oh, it's The Unshakable Sense That Something's Off. Yeah, the unshakable sense that something's off. Okay. Now, is there anything else you all would like to leave us with, leave the listeners with, or have you pretty much said what you want to say? Keep writing. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's the takeaway message. Keep writing no matter what. Write for you. Write for and, your audience. And not just if you love writing, but writing is a very good way to get your thoughts in order. Yeah, it helps me figure out who I am as a person. Yeah, I'm, I'm think, thinking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just keep going. Yeah, keep going. And start, start noticing the world in a different way. Start looking places you wouldn't have looked. Oh, that's good. And you'll get a point of view you didn't get before. And keep mm-hmm. reading. Look, that's yeah. Yeah. keep reading. Right? Yes, yeah. especially if you want to write. Yes, yeah. that's the first step in becoming a writer is become a reader. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Tyler, Ian, Adina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. For thank you, thank you, Susan. Oh, my pleasure. And you've been listening to In Other Words. I'm your host, Susan Share. You can find me and my editing and writing business at inotherwordsgroup.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us again. Bye-bye. In other words. In other words.